Matthews to me has always been a place to be around people with the kind of like the same ideals and just people who share the same goal. The minute that I came to St. Matthews, I felt the sincerity of the congregation. Our life has changed in such a good way since being here, and that may sound cliche, um, but it truly has. We meet people every Sunday when you come. It's always somebody new coming in. St. Matthew's, to me, is a place of refuge. Coming to church has always felt safe. It's like definitely a, a place where I feel comfortable. I was led to the church because I, I felt like he was speaking to me. For me, it's definitely a place of love. And um, it's truly some great people in this church that really just want to, that really have like a heart for God and really just want to like, just serve. The Holy Spirit has a way of, of sending uh, a word to answer some of the questions that you might have. I've seen the impact that it not only had on my family, St. Matthews, but also that it has in our community. I tell people, because they're seeing the difference in me and they're saying, what, what are you doing? I'm like, me and my husband, we going to church. What church do you go to? And I say, St. Matthews in Williamstown. And like, I'm so proud to say that I go there because it changed my life. It's home. It's, it's home.
calling on his name.
Hallelujah. I give myself away. Our Father and our God, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. For it is him and through him that we have life and liberty. We pray, Lord God, that you would have your way in this time of worship. That you would glorify yourself, magnify yourself. Move the preacher out of the way, convict, convince me, be converted. Have your way, Lord God. You are the potter, we are the clay. Make us, break us, mold us to what you would have us to be. Now have your way this time in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. You may be seated. We welcome our TV audience. Truly God is an awesome God. Pray that you would pray and progressively come back and tithe online or P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. We thank God for you. And God is an awesome, 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 awesome God. We wish you all a happy 4th of July. Pray that you would be safe. Amen. Be steadfast in the power of the blessed Holy Spirit. Thank God for our choir, ushers, ministers, our deacons. Truly God is great and greatly to be praised. The Godhead, Jesus, is El Elyon, the most high God. There's no God greater than Jesus. He's God the Son, the Son of God. Can I get a witness? He's El Shaddai, the big-breasted one that we can lean on when we're in trouble. Jehovah Jireh, the one who will provide, who has provided. Jehovah Rapha, the one who will heal. Jehovah M. Kadesh, Jehovah Sinkanu. Amen. Jesus captivates all of the privileges of God. He's able. Isn't he able? Able to keep you from falling. Praise God. This morning, as we continue our series on our righteous responsibility to freedom, we're on our fractures. We're on our fractures. And this morning, it'll be about three weeks of fractures. That uh, from fracture to freedom. Amen. And fixing my fractures is God's business. Praise God. I want to thank God for his word, his truth, his transference, his triumph. The Lord is good. Fractures are a form of brokenness in our bones. There are hairline fractures which are hard to detect. And there are broken bones that are considerably damaged. 
what happens when we have broken and fractured a bone is that we go to an orthopedic doctor, they do an x-ray, and he sets the bone in place. He'll put a cast on it and either give you crutches or a cane to help you walk. Yeah. And um, when we think about this matter of being fractured, all of us are fractured. We're fractured in our dislocated reasoning, the way we think. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. We're divided in our relationships. And we are uh, desolate in our rest. We are fractured within. And spiritually, as we look at it from a spiritual dimension, all mankind is fractured. That's why when you look at the news, you see so much crime, killing, anger, because mankind is fractured. And I don't know about you, but I I got to admit this morning that I myself am fractured. I can't get fixed until I see the fracture. There's some people in church that he ain't talking about me. I'm not fractured. Well, you more fractured. Amen. And, and the fact of the matter is, and we'll be dealing with this, that sin started in heaven. When Lucifer, the anointed cherub, the highest angel in glory, his job was to stand in front of the throne of God and receive all the praise of the innumerable hosts of angels and reflect it to God. And he got tired of reflecting and wanted it for himself. And Isaiah 14 says he rebelled and took one-third of the angelic hosts with him. One-third. And he was booted out of heaven. Jesus said, I saw you, Satan, falling like lightning from heaven. He, he, didn't, he didn't slow walk out of heaven. He, he was booted out of heaven. And he landed on earth in the Garden of Eden and started a campaign against mankind, God's highest creation, Adam and Eve, and he victimized them as they yielded to his temptations. And and as we look at this matter of fractures, amen, too many people want to blame their fractures on somebody else, we, we are all fractured and foolish, uh, faulty, and we fail. Yeah. And, and, and so one of the things that 
we will learn this morning is that, amen, there, 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 there is a purpose involved in these fractures. And I will, I will hopefully define fractures to you that as we go along, we, we will see, amen, that uh, our rebellions against God. In fact, in Psalm 51, David, when repenting, changing his mind, changing his heart, changing his will, asked God, the Hebrew word Barah, create in me a clean heart. That word create means there's nothing in me you can use to help. I'm all messed up. Create means call into existence something out of nothing. David was saying, there's nothing in my heart you can use. So outside of me, call in something new. And, and, and David mentioned three words, sin, which is missing the mark. When you shoot an arrow at a target, it falls short of the target. We have missed the mark with God. And then trespasses is stepping outside of God's bounds. We step outside of God's boundaries all the time. And then the third is iniquity. That's rebellion. We just rebellious. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so when we begin to look at this matter of fracture, I want to I use, amen, um, Psalm, Psalm 37 as my push-off. I mean, Ezekiel 37. And I want you to turn to Ezekiel 37, verse 1. Hang in there with me. We're coming in. Ezekiel was a prophet of God, contemporary to Jeremiah and Daniel, that when Babylon came in to captivate the south, two tribes, that... um, Ezekiel was by the river Chebar. Jeremiah was allowed to go up and down the land and preach. Daniel was in captivity. All of them were contemporaries. And Ezekiel talks in 37 in metaphoric language that represents Israel's demise. Are y'all praying with me? And this will be my proposition for the ongoing sermons on fracture. Now, let me stop pausing park because the church has not taught truth. And you leave people up to their own consciences and surmises to come up with answers. For the Bible says all have sinned and fallen short. Turning your neighbor and say, you came in short to the glory of God. Uh, next week I deal with the nine indictments of chapter three of Romans. There's none righteous, no, not one. And, and we'll deal with that. But I want you to see something here that's noteworthy in chapter 37 of Ezekiel. Do you have it? Do you have a Bible? 
I know you got a cell phone, but do you have a Bible? Yeah. It says, the hand of the Lord was upon me. Now, until God puts his hand on you, you have no discernment. I don't care how many degrees you have. I don't care how experienced you think you are. I don't care how cool you think you are. If God's hand ain't on you, you don't have it. He, he said, the Lord's hand was upon me. And he carried me out. Listen. In the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones. Now let me stop Paulson Park and give you a picture of what's going on here. Until God's hand picks you up and carries you to a deaf place where you can see your mess. You got to see it. You got to see it. Some of us too cute. Some of us think we spiritual. Some of us think we got it all together. No, no, no. God, God's hand got to pick you up. Take you down into the graveyard and let you smell your stench. I'm preaching up in this place. And once you see how bad you really are, you're full of dead man's bones. You're dead, you're doomed. Amen. You're divided. Broken bones, bruised bones, battered bones. God took the prophet. <laughs> you know, I love this about God. I love this because Jeremiah 18 says, God took him and told him, go down to the potter's house. And it is there so you got to be in God's place that I will show you the man on the wheel. As I'm the potter, you the clay. I'm preaching up in this place now. So Ezekiel said that he, he went down to this valley of dead bones, this valley of bones, and he said, and caused me to what? Pass by, you got to pass by your mess. You got to smell the stench of your sin. Before God gives you discernment and doctrine and all this good stuff, God wants you to smell just how stink you are. Turn to your neighbor and say, I smell something. 
See, I know I stink. And God keeps bathing me in the blood of Jesus. Do I have a witness? Hallelujah. He keeps on bathing, keeps on bathing me. He keeps on washing my feet. Yeah. And 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 then 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 the Lord, once Ezekiel got a sense, and he's talking about Israel, once Ezekiel got a sense of how stinky he was. God asked a rhetorical question, an obvious question. He said, Son of man, can these bones live? They broken, they battered, they bruised, they dead, they messed up. Now, Ezekiel had a lot of sense. He said, Thou knowest, Lord. And we're, and we're going to get to the rest of the verse, but it's, it's here, child of God, that, amen, we, we, we start to imagine the fact that we are fractured. I got conflict, man. And I'm sorry, I, I, try, to, I try to be like Jesus, but I got conflict. I got, st- I got historical stuff, I got... I got, uh, I got, I got all kind of hallucinations. I got hurt. I got, I got all kind of stuff working on the inside. We'll get to that. Can I get a witness? I've been on vacation with my family, five of us, and 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 you know we we go to a nice four star, four diamond, five star restaurant, and I done made reservations. And I get there, and they say, "Can I have your name?" I said, "The Gordon family." I said, "Oh yeah, we have you." And the lady grabs the menu, and she said, "Follow me." And we start following her, and she takes me, and I see all these black people. I said, what's this, the color section? <laughs> and my kids said, there you go, Daddy, there you go. I said, no, 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 no. I, w- I want to eat with the mother folk. <laughs> now, you know I got issues. Come on, y'all going to talk to me. Talk to me. I'm paying the same thing they paying. Come on now. And I got, I got all kind of conflict. Lord, have mercy. Help me, Jesus. In my life. I was telling them this morning, my three kids are grown and gone and love them. They ain't completely gone, but they gone. And uh, so I'm in the kitchen right over the sink washing dishes, and my wife's got this big sign called Kindness. And I said, who in the heck is she talking? There's only two of us here. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Help me, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Sister Gong. We love you. I'm going to buy a sign, too. Amen. And, and, And so, child of God, we got, we're broken. We're bruised. We're battered. Yeah. And um, Raymond Gordon, I want to take you to your graveyard. And I don't want to rush this. I want you to look at your mess. I want you to get a stench of the smell of your sin. Then I want to ask you a question. Can these bones live? 
So this morning, I want to begin by saying, first we need to look at the cause of our brokenness, our fractures. It is called inherit sin. Inherit. David said, I was born in sin and shaping in iniquity. The minute a baby's born into this world, they stand for hell. They got one nature. Now, I believe Jesus made provisions for little children. But listen to pastor. Inherent sin says that as all that are in Adam die, all in Christ, last Adam, shall be made alive. Are you with me? When Adam sinned, he was the federal head of the human race. He passed sin down to every man, woman, and child coming into this world, which means we got a sin nature. Are y'all, are y'all with me? When you look at Galatians 5, it talks about the works of the flesh, fornication, adultery, amen. L- listen, uh, uh, um, theft and lying and jealousy and envy and strife and divisions, all that stuff. And it says, these things lie manifest. They're waiting to break out. One nature. Now, now I was raised to go to church every Sunday. I was raised to say my prayers at night. I was raised. But when I was in the world, before I was saved, amen, and I went out in the world and sinned, I, I didn't really suffer from no conviction. You know, I, you know, my conscience bothered me sometimes because that's the way I was raised, but I didn't have no conviction because I only had one nature. My nature was the sin. And, and, and we got all kinds of perversions and God, listen, don't get mad at me. I'm preaching the word. God created man and woman. God, God didn't create nothing else. He created man and woman and sin caused man and woman to become something else. Now, please don't get quiet on me. Help me out. There, there, are, there are grown men going to be with little boys, grown women doing this and on that. All that's perversion. It's because of the sin nature. The rebellion. Come on now. It's sin nature. The iniquity. Yeah. Uh, 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 going past God's boundaries is sin. Missing the mark is sin. And, and, and so this inherited sin is the cause for all the fractures. Yeah, born in sin, shaping in iniquity. Look at a little child. Look, look at a real little child. Before they learn anything, they're sinful. No. Give me my toy. No. That's a sin nature. Can I get a witness? I was in ShopRite one day years ago, and I watched this little boy in a cart with his mother, and he broke out and had a tantrum. And the mother said, come on, Johnny, don't embarrass mommy, don't embarrass mommy. And I started shaking because I started thinking about my mother. I didn't know what a tantrum was until I got old. Can you imagine us on the floor, Sears and Robots, screaming, No! No. Well, the fact of the matter is, that's a sin nature. Amen. 
a little child spit on it. That's a sin nature. And parents ought to break their will, but not their spirit. Oh, I'm going to preach. Can I get a witness? This inherent sin against God is sacrilege. Yeah. It is uh, disregard for who God is. Now, let me stop pausing, Paul. I, you know, I'm telling my age, but there was a time in my house in the 50s and early 60s when it thundered, my mother said, shut up. God is talking. Turn that TV and radio off. Turn them lights up. We was in a dark house. God is talking. I said, God got a loud voice, dog. He, you know. But they reverenced God. I don't agree with the theology, but they reverenced God. Do I have a witness? Yeah. And, 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 and so, uh, praise the name of Jesus. Our sins against God are rejecting him in unbelief. All that sin against God. Sins, amen, against our neighbors is disliking them. Now, now there's some folk, black or white, I don't want to live next to. I'm, I'm, I'm funny about neighbors. Yeah, I don't want you in my business, number one. You ain't coming to my house with cakes every day, number two. In the name of Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I got conflict. I was, I was raised a certain way. Don't you go out in the street telling nobody my business. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Isn't that right? And I, you know, watch certain things and I laugh. My mother's going to get me when I get to heaven. In the name of Jesus. Boy, you tell the truth. All right, ma. Bing dong. There's a blue collector at the door. Tell him I ain't home. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord Jesus. Help me, Holy Ghost. Tight but right. They hit you, you hit them back. And then love your neighbor after you hit them back. Love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus. Uh, deep. So our sins against our neighbor is deception, injury, yeah, de de deceiving, and our sins against our flesh. There are three sins in the Bible, social, spiritual, and sexual. When you look at a catalog of sins, these are the three sins you'll see. Amen. All those sins are from that flesh nature. They asked Jesus, what's the greatest commandment? Jesus said, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Isn't that deep? That when we look at sins against our 
amen, against the spirit, it is wrong worship, self-indulgence, self-dependence, all these things are sins we omit. Son of man, can these bones live? And it's because of inherent sin that I have a sin nature. Now, now, now let me stop, Paul's and Paul, because there's no eradication of the sin nature. When you got saved, the old nature didn't go anywhere. You got a new nature of Jesus Christ that renders the old nature inoperative as you are transformed by the renewing of your mind. So when Satan rises up in the old nature, the new nature says, sit down. This will not be lived out. Do, do I have a witness up in the house? Thank you, Jesus. I, I will not, you know, this, this is uh, it's some heavy doctrine here. Yeah. And we grow in grace. But man, we, we are smelling in a graveyard and the stench enters God's nostrils. And God will keep you there. Well, I, you know, I, 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 this is not in the Bible. I believe in God's providence, he will allow you to struggle with sins just so you can see yourself. You keep giving everybody the impression ain't nothing wrong with you. you. You don't have problems like Pastor Gordon has. And God is going to let you smell your own stuff. Do I have a witness? The cause is inherent sin. My God. When I went in the military in 1968, Vietnam was hot. And I was in basic training, man, and that TI, and they could hit you then. That TI, two boys died on the track running in the morning with combat boots on. And uh, he would come in and call you all kind of names and just, he, you know, it was rugged. And, and I used to sit there and say, is this the best he can do? I, I came up in a home, you know, where you was called out of your name in a heartbeat. If there was a piece of paper on the floor and I walked by, my mom hit me upside my head. You didn't see that piece of paper? You know, because she was trying to give us a sense of obligation. Yeah. And you didn't want to get punished because that little room upstairs didn't have no fan, no air conditioning, it was a little window, no, no telephone, no computer. Come on now. It was prison. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? It was prison. And, and, uh, I got to realize, and so do you, that the cause of our fractures is inherent sin. We inherited this stuff when we were born. Do I have a witness? Inherited. Yeah. Cussing. Fussing. Deceiving. Trying to get over something. Well, he ain't talking about me. Yes, I am. You just as broken 
as the day is long. And see, it's our brokenness that causes us to buy into Satan's deceptions. I'll get to that in a moment. Can I get a witness? It's deep. It's deep, Doc. It's deep. Um, sin nature is on the inside. Well, what's in the sin nature? Go home and read uh, Galatians 5. Yeah, all that stuff is waiting at the door to break out. People say, you think Christians can cuss? Can a snake crawl? Is the elephant heavy? All you got to do is allow that old nature, how many of y'all know what I'm talking about? To have its way. Yeah. Christians can do anything the people out there can do. If they're not yielded, I'm preaching up in this place. You say, well, I, I, think that's a, I think that's a tragedy. It is. But it's not until you really smell the stench of yourself that you want to change. As long as you run around here like you got to, you know, nothing's wrong with you. you you're just as messed up as the day's long. You got to come to repentance. You got to come to a place where you say, Lord, I'm all messed up. Not my husband, not my wife, not my kids. I'm messed up. That, 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 that inherit sin. And I got, I got, I got, I got conflict all on the inside. I got stuff jumping off when it once that I'm trying to, through the power of the Holy Spirit, not let it happen. And it's tough. It's tough. It's tough because all my life, I have voiced what I felt. Cuss you out. In a heartbeat. The, the minute you cross the line, no, 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 we ain't going there. Yeah. You know, you want to fight? Let's fight. I ain't fooling with that. You're out of your mind. Yeah. Issues. How many of y'all got issues? Got issues. Mm. So, this inherited sin is my one sin nature, and all it does is sin. I never remembered waking up in the morning after cabaret at night, drinking and getting high, and say, Lord, I'm sorry. What I would say is, when's the next one? Nothing held me back sexually. Oh, Lord. Let me, let me get the oil out. No, nothing, he, nothing held me back. Whatever my heart wanted to do, I went on and did. You say, well, I, I didn't feel that way. I just, I just held it up. I just bottled it up. That's why you're crazy. See, see listen. Being saved, being your pastor for 34 years, I don't regret my past. When I say don't regret, I got regrets, but I'm not living in guilt. I understand what the Lord did. 
He snatched me out of hell with smoke still in my garments. If I had got married at 19 or 20, I'd have been divorced. I wasn't obeying no rules, no regulations. Uh oh, you're getting quiet up in here. You know, the fact, so, so the fact of the matter is, is that this inherits sin, inherits sin, living for pleasure, living for pleasure. I want pleasure. I don't want no pain. I'm tired of pain. You are painting. I'm tired of pain. I want pleasure. And if I don't feel good, you history. Oh, God. Inherit sin. Yeah. But the second thing is not only the causation, the cause, but the conflict. The conflict is not inherit sin. It's, listen, it's an inward struggle and a conflict with sin. Romans chapter 7, I, I, I don't want to take too long, but we're going to go over all this, that, that in, in Romans chapter 7, Paul lays out this dual mindset when we get saved. Can I get a witness? The conflict was not in your life before you got saved. There was no conflict. Listen, the hardest conflict I had before I was saved was getting my clothes out of the cleaners by 7 o'clock. It was it, Doc. I'd date somebody and, you know, and if it wasn't totally my way, she was history. Ain't fooling with that. Ain't no note negotiation. Ain't, I ain't fooling with that. My way or the highway. You know, that's just self-centered. Come on now. Come, come on, come on now. It's deep. But the conflict, there, there are five laws in Romans 7. Now, now, now we're getting deep. There's the law of Moses, the commandments that we can't keep anyway because of the weakness of the flesh. There's the law of sin and death. There's the law of sin. There's the law of the mind. There's the law of uh, the, the, the flesh nature. There, there, there are laws preventing us to obey God. This, this is all conflictual. 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 And, 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 and when you look at this conflict that we go through, I'm not only in conflict with the world, and others, I'm in conflict with myself. Now, 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 listen, li- listen to pastor, because most of our stuff, most of our conflict had nothing to do with who you married. You had conflict before you got married. You just didn't smell a stench. Yeah. You're going to have conflict if you get married again. It's tight. I heard my brother over there give this nice testimony, which was past two minutes. I love you, man. 
But the fact of the matter is, he's talking about how much he in love, and that's good. Sounds good. And we all do the same thing. We keep trying to compensate for our conflict. We got conflict, man. And I'm not proud of all my conflict. You know, when it comes to my kids, people say, well, I just pray about it. No, not me. I ain't just praying about it. I'm going to wait to see if you catch the picture. If not, I'm going to bring it to your attention. I tell them I'm your father, not your friend. My job description is not to agree with you. My job description is to see something that may be damaging to you until you get your head out of your back. Do I have a witness? You say, well, I don't want to relate to them that way. Well, I do. Let's, let's just get it over with. We got a problem. In the name of Jesus. Can I get a witness? That, that is that the conflict in us and the conflict against us is typically conflict that has been laying around for years. Historical conflict. You saw things at an early age that affected your reasoning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, my mother took this. I ain't taking it. My father, I... We, we, had, we, we had some stuff. Amen. Some stuff. And uh, we learned not to love ourselves. We can't get too close, too compassionate with others because there's blockages in us. We can't be open and honest. Because we're not honest. We don't like the way we look. I do. Well, Pastor, how do you think you look? I'm fine. Even if I'm lying, I'm fine. (laughs) I love looking y'all in the face. There's something wrong with y'all. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The fact, the fact that a man, the conflict that's on the inside, Paul deals with it. Look, listen what Paul says. Paul says, in my flesh. See, it's not the fall only, it's your flesh, the flesh nature, dwelleth no good thing. And you got to be careful when you're trying to choose somebody based on their looks and based on how much money they make or education or the fact that they open your car door. They ain't open the door for so long. You better listen to the seven-year itch. The first year of your marriage, when you all in love, they, you say, baby, you okay? Can I do anything for you? Second year, it's a little slower. You all right? By the time you get to the seventh year, stop all that hacking around me. <laughs> and see the mistake that we've made. We have held innocent people hostage. 
Somebody's paying for your history of hurts. Somebody's paying for your history of hurts, and they're innocent. They had nothing to do with it. Y'all get quiet all you want. Somebody else did you wrong, and now you got somebody new, and you're making them pay for that. Thinking that you're protecting yourself. We're going to deal with strongholds. You raised up walls to protect your feelings and your emotions. You got expectations that ain't from God. Exploits. Yeah. And, 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 and so Paul, Paul says, in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. And Paul, Paul goes on with this conflict in Romans chapter 7, back and forth. The new nature versus the old. And even, even as pastor now for 34 years, I've struggled between these natures, man. I've struggled. You know, I come in and say, well, praise the Lord. Let's just, let's just give God the glory and let's try to, you know, wait on God and pray and just hope the best. And some nigga will come in acting crazy. Selling wolf tickets. And the old nature says, I got this one. (laughs) Are y'all praying with me? My seven years in the military, I ain't let nobody get in my face. I ain't play that. That ain't happening. So when I got saved, God says, no, you got to shut this one down. It's conflict. Do I have a witness? I know it's hard for y'all to understand. It's conflict. Jesus. Pornography. Anger. Perversions. Self-promotions. Drinking. Getting high. Come on now. Mm. The, the inherent sin led to the internal innate struggle with sin. Stuff is real, doc. It's real. So the fact of the matter is, is that Paul says in Romans 7, don't be deceived. You got conflict working on the inside in your reasonings, in your relationships, and in your sense of rest. This stuff is working. I mean, it's working. Lord have mercy. And 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 and, and what happens? All of us are different. We we come off different, Chris. We we process different. You know. God says turn the other cheek and I struggle with turning the other cheek. And me and God ain't turning, talking about the same cheeks. It's tight. And, and, and so it bothers me when somebody is rude and jumps the line. They jump in front of me and don't even say thank you. 
and that old nature wants to rise up and put them in their place. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I was going through the airport one time, going on a trip, religious trip, and uh, the man said, no, the lady said, excuse me, sir, you step aside. And I said, okay. She was TSA, and she said, uh, take everything out of your pocket. Come on over here. We want to, and she, you know, want to examine you. So I sat there, and, I, you know, every so many people, they do this to. But it looked like all of them was black. <laughs> so there I go. I said, baby, we don't, we don't hijack planes. We rob drugstores. <laughs> so she started laughing. <laughs> and then the man said, put your wallet over here. Put it in the thing and, and pass through. And all the time the lady is putting the, 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 the wine on me. I'm looking at my wallet. I said, don't fool me up in this place. We got issues. We was at a church meeting years ago, and this lady, she always running her mouth. She, she raised her hand. She said, well, I want to know about all the money. So I said, do you tithe? She said, no. I said, sit your butt down. We ain't, we ain't, we ain't getting... Give me no account for money you don't tithe. Are you kidding me? Well, we're going to give you an accountability money and you ain't giving no money. And we gave all the reports, but it's just the fact that we got conflict. Conflict on the inside. Sometimes I feel like a nut. Sometimes I don't. Come on now. And you know, when you hold your conflict in, if it's not the spirit, you are damaging yourself. Because it's you in your own strength trying to cover what you want, don't want to come out. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm suggesting we have the mind of Christ, we handle things right, but in this conflict, Lord have mercy. Paul says in Romans 7, amen, uh, who shall, O wretched man that I am. Now, 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 that phrase came from the Roman, amen, way of law. If you murdered somebody, the penalty was they would tie the corpse to your back and you would have to carry the dead man around and smell all his stench. Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall, not, he didn't say what, but who shall deliver me from the body of this death? And he says, I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Only Jesus can deal with your conflict. Only Jesus can deal with that innate struggle 
Can I get a witness? Thank you, Jesus. Ran to a brother in Walmart last week. Good brother. I was coming up where I ain't see him. He had sunglasses on, cigarette. He said, Pastor Gordon, I'm sorry, I'm sinning. So I said, we all sin, man. He said, can I ask you a question? I said, he said, are we the Israelites? I said, I ain't going there, Doc. He said, well, in Revelation 21, there's 12 gates. Which one is ours? I said, the gates are Jesus. And when you receive Jesus, you got all the gates. Now, let me get out of here because I ain't dealing with this stuff. And see, when people don't have truth, they believe a lie. Can I get a witness? If you continue in my word, you are my disciples indeed, my mimickers, and you will know the truth, and the truth won't set you free. Do I have a witness? Paul deals with the cause, inherent sin, the conflict, innate struggle. Every day, the saint of God struggles. We're in conflict with ourselves. But we're fighting between the two natures. Y'all getting this? I don't understand why a grown man would want to go to bed with a little boy. Or a man rape a woman. I don't even understand that. They sick. It's a power thing. Are y'all understand what I'm saying? I don't. I don't understand. Um. Why the perversions of society comes into the church? You hooking up internet and and Facebook and all that, and. Google is fine, you're getting facts, but you're allowing Satan to slowly cook your mind. That's what he's doing. Like that frog in the pot. Man put the the pot under slow water and the the frog was in the pot not knowing he was being cooked. And some of us in the church, we just jumping around the pot. We don't understand we're being cooked. Can I get a witness? Child of God, the cure, and I'm coming in, is chapter 8, the sixth law of the Spirit. There is therefore now no condemnation that's in Christ Jesus. Now forget that last part, who walk after the uh, Spirit, not flesh. That's not in the original Greek. There's therefore now no condemnation. All the mess I did, I'm not condemned through Christ. It's called the law of the spirit. For the law of spirit, verse 4, have made me free from the law of sin and death. My faith in Jesus, my faith in his death, my faith in his birth, my faith in his sonship, my faith in his resurrection has freed me from the law of sin and death. I'm free! There's no separation. There's no, there, there's no frustration. I'm more than a conqueror through him who loved us. The cause, the 
the, listen, the cause, the conflict, but the cure is Jesus. Jesus is the cure. Jesus will bring you out. Jesus will free you. Jesus will heal your fractures. Any worthy? Any worthy? He's worthy! To be praised. So call on his name. Jesus, I'm concerned about my children. I'm putting them in your hands. Jesus, I'm concerned about my marriage. I'm putting it in your hands. Jesus, I'm worried about my conflict. I'm putting it in your hands. He'll work it out. Won't he work it out? He'll work it out. Free me from my fractures. Fix my fractures. Make me whole. Help me to walk according to your wisdom and your word and your way. And then I'll have peace and prosperity as I trust you in every way. Let's stay on our feet this morning. Let's get a lot of hand clap. As every head is bowed, every eyes closed. If you're here this morning and you need to be saved, Jesus, Son of God, God the Son, he died for your sins, his burden rose again. The third day with all power in his hands, confess, I'm a sinner, come into my life and save me. Is there one you want to be saved? Just raise your hand. Is there one? If you're not saved, if, if you're not saved, you're on your way to hell. Come on, come on up. Or perhaps you are saved, you want to join the church on your Christian experience. Raise your hand. Is there one? Stand right here, baby. Is there one? Is there one? Father, in the matchless name of Jesus, thank you for your word. Thank you for an understanding of our inherent sin, the cause of our fractures. Thank you for understanding the conflict, the innate struggles of sin. And thank you for the cure, who is only Jesus the Christ. And as you set us down in our graveyards, help us to smell the stench of our sin, that we could do nothing without you. Now dismiss us with your choicest benediction. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, do you smell anything? We love you. Have a great day. Hello. We glorify our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and we are excited to be back to church on site. As you may know, we were closed for 16 months due to the pandemic. In response, the Lord has laid on our senior pastor's heart a sacrificial pledge to our Lord. And we are excited and asking everyone to participate and give a $250 sacrificial pledge to help us offset monies front-loaded in our recovery from the pandemic. This pledge will be due by September 18th, 2022. Here are a couple ways to give. Please consider giving online following these easy steps. Visit our website at stmatthewsbc.org. Click on giving payments. Click on donations and choose Sacrificial Pledge 2022 to complete your transaction. 
or feel free to mail in your sacrificial pledge to St. Matthew's Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. And remember, as you give, God will surely give back to you, just as it says in Luke 6, 38. Give, and it will be given unto you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. For the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Thank you in advance for your pledge and God bless you. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewssbc.org, click Donation, and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment Form.
Santiago.